Hey, it's Candy O'Terry. Welcome to episode number two of The Speaker Coach. In our last session, we learned that our voice is an instrument, that water is always hugely important, never ice water, just room temperature. And we also learned all about breathing. And I taught you how to belly breathe. If you missed that episode, go back and take a listen to it. It's only 20 minutes long, and you'll be glad you did, because the way you breathe dictates the quality and the power of your speaking voice. Belly breathing is also a valuable life skill, because when we belly breathe, we lower our cortisol levels, and cortisol is your stress hormone. So take another listen to that episode if you can. Also, I've got a free breathing is everything tip sheet on my website. Just go to candyoterry.com backslash the speaker coach. You know, I've spent my entire career talking for a living, 25 years on the radio, and now as a communications coach, a public speaker, a master interviewer, and a podcaster. No matter what you do for a living, your ability to communicate will always be at the core of your success. There are two bad habits I observe as a coach just about everywhere I go across this country. The first bad habit that I want to talk to you about today affects our ability to be effective communicators, and that is the use of filler words. So what are filler words? Well, here they go. Um, uh, and, uh, like, you know, so, sure, uh, okay, well, hmm, yep, those are all filler words. And they're your brain's answer to filling space while you try to find the next word you want to say. Girls and boys, teens, adults, all use filler words. Females, though, seem to use them a little bit more than males do. And this is because females are socialized to move things along, to keep conversations going, to smooth things out. The result of using filler words is devastating to you as a communicator because filler words undermine our credibility. Instead of delivering a clear, concise statement or answering a question with clarity, when we use filler words, we sound as if we have no idea what we're talking about. And something else happens. The person we're talking to gets frustrated and they start to tune us out. Their impression of you goes down the drain. And it is very, very difficult to change someone's impression of you. In fact, I like to tell my clients it's a little bit like trying to turn the Titanic. Think about it. How often have you been on a Zoom or a conference call of some kind, and one of the participants is talking, and all you hear is, um, uh, and so, and they just can't seem to spit it out. The result is you can't wait for them to stop talking. Come on, be honest. That is exactly how you feel. Do you think that person will be next up for a promotion? Do you think they'll be asked to take on a high-profile new piece of business? Do you think that person is going to be invited to present, forcing someone to have to listen to that umming for like an hour or 45 minutes? I don't think so. And here's a communications coach tip. When you are on a call, always have a pad of paper ready to sketch out your thoughts. And that's because you want to make sure that your brain has a roadmap. All you need are two or three phrases to make your point. Never wing it. Let me repeat myself. Never wing it. 
I'm a professional communicator, and the only time I'm nervous is when I'm not prepared. And when we speak without being prepared, we open the door to uncertainty. And uncertainty leads to fear. And fear is the number one killer of self-confidence. Before you know it, you're stumbling all over the place, and you are using filler words more than ever. Do you have a habit of using filler words when you talk? We're going to find out. So do me a favor and grab your smartphone and tap your voice memo app. You're going to press record and talk for about one minute without stopping, even if you make a mistake. Now, hang on. Here's what I need you to do. Say your name, where you grew up, what you do for a living, your favorite sport or pastime. And at the very end, add something unique or interesting about you that people might not know, something memorable. Okay, so go ahead. I'm going to give you one minute, and I'll be right here waiting for you. Here comes one minute. Okay, that should be about a minute. Now, I want you to listen back to your recording. What do you hear? I'm going to guess that there are a few filler words in there, because we all lean on one more than the other. Now I want you to try this very same exercise again, but this time, every time you think you're going to use a filler word, pause. I promise you the word you are looking for will come, and when it does, just keep on going. I'm going to give you one more minute. Okay, there's a minute. Now, listen back to that recording. Big difference, right? Never forget that there is power in the pause. When we pause, two things happen. Number one, we give our brain the chance to retrieve the word it is looking for. 
And number two, the listener leans in to see what we will say next. So now we have their undivided attention. Breaking your filler word habit is one of the most important things you can do to sound better immediately and to increase your credibility. Don't you want to sound like you know what you're talking about? Of course you do. So here's a tip. Get a package of sticky notes and with a big black Sharpie, write down the filler word you use the most on about five or six of those sticky notes and put a big X through that word. Now take those sticky notes and put them in places where your eye is going to see them easily. Maybe that's above the kitchen sink or on the bathroom mirror, on your car dashboard, on the corner of your laptop. Because here's what happens. Every time your eye sees that word with the X through it, your brain is sent the message, don't say that word. It takes about 30 days to break a bad habit. It's true. And if you use more than one filler word repeatedly, eliminate each filler word one at a time. Okay, so this is a project where you got to just do one filler word at a time, and it takes 30 days. And remember, use the power of the pause when you're talking. It may seem like an eternity to find that word you're looking for, but it really is just a second or two. Okay, what is bad habit number two that I see all across the country? Upspeak. This is often called uptalk. It's also called valley girl talk. I'll give you an example. I went to the grocery store and I saw my friend Jennifer. Instead of making a statement of fact, doesn't it sound like I'm asking a question? Did I really go to the grocery store? Did I really see Jennifer? It sounds like I'm not really sure. To explain it kind of simply, the tone of my voice, the pitch of my voice is kind of going up at the end of the sentence. Let me do it again for you with upspeak. Ready? I went to the grocery store and I saw my friend Jennifer. And now I'm going to do it with my pitch on an even level, like the notes are going straight ahead. I went to the grocery store and I saw my friend Jennifer. Do you see the difference? It's huge. Now you try it. Do it for me. First, why don't we do it a different way? Why don't you say your name and your address? with Upspeak. Go ahead, try that. Okay, now try it with your voice in a straight line. No Upspeak, no up tick at the very end of it. Your name and your address. Excellent. Now, which one do you believe? Because it's pretty clear. Upspeak diminishes you. You sound like you are not sure of who you are or even where you live. So who's going to believe you when you have something really important to communicate if you use Upspeak? Absolutely nobody. Don't let that happen. Upspeak is a habit you must break in order to be a respected communicator in your personal and in your professional life. Don't let any sentence you say end on an up note because the result will be that you sound like you're asking a question instead of making a statement of fact. Fair enough? Filler words and upspeak have been the subject of this podcast today, two bad habits that affect our ability to be effective communicators. Now, the good news is they're not hard to fix. So as part of your goal of becoming a better communicator, start fixing them right now. For a tip sheet on breaking these two bad habits, just go to candioterry.com backslash the speaker coach. 
Now, don't forget to practice your belly breathing. That was from episode number one. Also, stand up straight. Allow for maximum oxygen to your lungs and to send the message that you are strong, that you are confident. Keep your chin up. Establish good eye contact with an easy level gaze. Keep your shoulders back. Walk with purpose when you walk into a room. Own your space when you're standing there and really exude confidence. And when you speak, lose those filler words, lose the upspeak. Never underestimate the power of the pause because when we pause, people lean in to hear what we're going to say next. And now you've got their attention, right? Also, smile if it's appropriate. Create that instant connection with the person you're looking at and smiling at. That's the art of communication, and you are on your way to achieving it. I've got so much more I want to share with you, and we'll do it right here on this podcast series. If you liked this episode, please hit that subscribe button. There's so much more to come. Tell your friends, and please leave a review. Reach out anytime to me, candy at candyoterry.com. And remember, no matter how you sound, I can make you sound better. <laughs>